1: Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley.
2: Welcome, everybody, to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. This is Michelle Cooley. No, I am not. um, You're not hearing things. I am hosting the show tonight with our amazing producer Noah Dingling. James Cooley, our host, is taking off for the rest of the week. He just um, he. He needs to take care of himself with a much-needed break. What do you think about that, Noah? Should he take uh, you know the rest of the week off?
1: You know what? I think he's definitely earned it. And for you know something that we talk about on the show quite often, it's good to put it into practice. Sometimes we need to take that personal time to recharge the batteries, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally, too. So James really deserves this time off, and uh, he should enjoy it because the show's in good hands. And uh, we're going to do some some great interviews here this week.
2: Oh, my gosh, we're going to do some amazing interviews. You know, I have the last two weeks of the year off from my job, and let me tell you, it is definitely going to be a relaxing downtime for me. I need a break, and I do believe that you do need that me time to kind of decompress and just sometimes you don't have to do anything. You could just, you know, watch your favorite Netflix shows like Star Trek or something <laughs> else. But um, I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to tonight's show. What about you?
1: I'm really looking forward to tonight's show because it's something that I think uh, the, the topic we'll introduce here in just a second, Michelle, but affects each and every one of us. It's a, it's a temptation that we all have to, to deal with and just make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable. So this is actually going to be a really good show for the holidays.
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm the biggest offender based on the topic of tonight's show. <laughs> <laughs> well, the topic of tonight's show is the good the bad, and the not worth it, navigating the holiday dessert table. And, you know, I was talking to our guest tonight, the amazing Dr. Julie Gatza, about, you know, Thanksgiving, especially Thanksgiving, you know, you've got the main dishes. But isn't it amazing how much dessert people bring when they're guests at your home?
1: Uh, They bring it so many, and it's like you want to sample a little bit of everything. Unfortunately for me, I'm not a big sweets guy, so then I also justify it in my head. Well, you know what? I'm not going to have the sweets, but that means I can try about the five different types of potatoes, pile them all onto my plate, and and be okay with it.
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, I love... I was telling our guests tonight, I love red velvet cake, pecan pie. My mom makes these amazing fruitcake cookies. Now, I'm not a fruitcake person, but she makes amazing fruitcake cookies. I just love sweets, Noah, especially chocolate. I, I can't help myself. I mean, I can, but... No, no, sometimes I don't want to.
1: Yeah, I, I think the guest... Well, I do like pies, so I'm not, a big, I'm not a big chocolate person. But when I come, you just said pecan pie. I also, I, I'm a big key lime pie person. You get those pies in front of me, and it's especially since I don't have them that often, and I'm like, hey, it's the holidays. I have to indulge myself. But how much indulging is healthy, and how much indulging is uh, pushing the limits?
2: I think I eat more of the desserts than the actual main course for Thanksgiving. Isn't that sad? I just can't, I, you know... But thank goodness I work out because, you know, I would be a mess (laughs) if I didn't do anything.
1: Well, that's part of it, too, Michelle, is just making sure that with all of the downtime that we most of us have during the holidays, that we stick to those exercise routines. And if we don't have them to maybe start them, maybe it's a good time to start it so that we can feel good about ourselves as we head through the holidays.
2: Oh, definitely. So, how was your day today, Noah? It
1: was very good. It was very good. I was able to, you know, get up actually fairly early, which I don't always do because I work odd hours here at the radio station. I was able to listen to some of my favorite music, which put me in a good mood, and uh, and then get started for the day. So it's been it's been a great you know, it's been a great day, and I've been thinking about James. He's in my thoughts and prayers, and uh, just ready for a great show tonight. And hey, I watched Star Trek last night, so all is well.
2: Oh my gosh, I have been watching The the Next Generation all day long. Do you know that the character of Worf looks different in The Next Generation compared to Deep Space Nine? It's just amazing.
1: He does, and it's interesting that you say that, because I thought maybe I'm the only one that noticed that. And not that it matters, I guess it's preference. I like the old school looking Worf from the first few seasons of Star Trek Next Generation.
2: You do? Now, what about the Klingons? They did look different in the original Star Trek they did. series. They
1: did. I didn't like them in the original Star Trek series. I like how they developed into the next generation. And then even in the original Star Trek six movie, uh, Michael Dorn had a guest appearance uh, as one of Worf's relatives. And so that was kind of neat to see, too.
2: Wow. Well, maybe uh guest tonight, Dr. Julie Gatza, is a <laughs> Trekkie, as a trekkie we just don't know about, but we can ask her later on in the show. But I want to get to the show tonight again. Um, listening audience, if you want to be a part of the show, call in at one 1- 1-888-344-1170. Again, 1-888-344-1170. Again, the title of tonight's show is The Good, The Bad, and The Not Worth It, Navigating the Holiday Dessert Table. And our guest tonight is Dr. Julie Gatza. And the purpose of the show is getting to know the background and profession of Dr. Julie Discuss holiday season dessert sugar cravings, the risks and symptoms of excessive sugar, and to learn about candida albicans. I hope I pronounced that right, Dr. Julie. If I didn't, please forgive me. And so I'm going to tell our listening audience a little bit about our guest tonight, Dr. Julie Gatza. Health educator Dr. Julie Gatza is one of the nation's top chiropractic physicians with more than 30 years of clinical practice. A highly popular speaker, she has designed and presented hundreds of wellness workshops for both patients and practitioners where she's addressed a wide range of health issues with a focus on the role that digestion plays in maintaining a healthy immune system. She can currently be heard on radio programs across the country in her capacity as National Spokesperson for Nature Sources, LLC, manufacturers of plant-based absorb aid digestive enzymes and distributors of cholerex. The James Cooley It's Your Life Proudly presents Dr. Julie Gotza. Welcome, Doctor Julie. Hi, glad to be here. Oh, we are so glad to have you. Um, how did your how was your day today? You know, I had a, a day very
3: similar to Noah. I did work very hard. I, I did some, some interviews, I did some videos, and uh, the weather, weather's cooling down here in Florida a bit, so we had a bit of a chill in the air, which is uh, quite acceptable to all of us, and uh, makes us all alive again, and um, happy to be here in the wintertime.
2: Well, we are excited to have you here as a guest on the show tonight. Before we um, go into break, Dr. Julie, I want to ask you, first of all, welcome back to the show. Can you remind our listening audience where you grew up and about your educational background?
3: Sure. I grew up in the Chicagoland area and uh, went to chiropractic school there. Um, Practiced there for almost 10 years, moved down to Florida um, with my husband and my daughter. And what we found... uh, Early on in our career was uh, we were um, very successful as chiropractors in treating the mechanical aspects of the spine, but we found that people were coming with other symptoms that we weren't able to um, only address by just adjustments. So after a lot of research and throwing a lot of things that didn't work consistently out, uh, we found that um, digestion was the key to fixing any health problem that came across our um, threshold. So that means high blood sugar and fibromyalgia and chronic um, fatigue and skin disorders and hormonal imbalances and all the digestive problems. When you address the digestive system first and foremost, and you get it balanced and working efficiently, this is where you can really give somebody back their health and allow somebody that has good health to maintain it.
2: You know, it's amazing. Even uh, adjusting your digestive system, it can alleviate a lot of problems like migraines or, you know, this the skin, just everything about your body. So um, this is definitely an important topic, and it's definitely more important coming with the holiday season and people, you know, eating the extra sweeteners that we all, not all of us, but most of us crave for. Well, we're going to get ready to take a spitation break right now. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. We'll be back. Listening audience, if you want to be part of the show, please call in at one 1170 It's one eight eight We'll be right back.
4: Are you a veteran over the age of 65, or were you married to a veteran over the age of 65? If so, we want to make sure you're getting all the VA benefits you deserve. Veterans Advocacy Associates is a nonprofit organization whose sole goal is to help veterans get the benefits they've earned and deserve. They've helped thousands of veterans and their surviving spouses understand and receive VA benefits. Call them, even if you have previously been denied. Call 951-296-6755
5: or visit MyVAA.org. That's MyVAA. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold.
6: available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.
1: It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host,
2: James Cooley. Welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Hi, everybody. I'm Michelle Cooley. James is off of the air this week. We got myself and our producer, Noah Dingley, handling things here. And we have the amazing Dr. Julie Gatza, who's going to talk about, wow, the topic today is the good, the bad, and the not worth it. Navigating the holiday dessert table. Listening audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, call in at 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. Dr. Julie Um, I just mentioned the title of tonight's show. Why do you believe this topic is important to discuss, especially with the holidays coming? i say uh,
3: the reason being is there are so many people that have sugar addictions and really work hard to try to keep it out of their diets. And, you know, as they age or, you know, people age and say, I just don't have the real poor I used to have. And, you know, they really get down on themselves. And one of the, um, things that's underlying sugar cravings many times and very much not known about is somebody can have a yeast overgrowth in their digestive system and this can occur for various reasons it could be because you've been on antibiotics once it could be that you've had a binge of you know some bad eating habits or you've been under stress or you've maybe been on some medication or you know a, a surgery and it can imbalance your digestive system and the thing about having a yeast imbalance because yeast does occur in the digestive system naturally but when it becomes too overgrown we call it candida albicans and the yeast crave sugar it's the only way they can survive so you might have set up You know, shop to clean up the house with the sugar and clean up your act and do all the right things but underlying this is you have um, these little yeast critters living in your system saying feed me feed me and you have no idea why it is that you cannot get out of the sugar and I'm not just talking the white sugar and the tin sugar and the cookies and the candies and the pies I'm also talking the carbohydrates the breads, the cereals, the crackers things that actually turn to sugars once they metabolize in the body and uh this is a big problem and not well known, and it's also been extremely difficult to treat in the past, and it's become very, very easy with a couple of solutions I have for you this evening.
1: You know, it's amazing with what you just said, Doctor, about the non, you know, sugar things that actually turn into sugar because I think this is something that most people don't think about myself personally I you know partake in, in sweets on occasion but not often enough to say that you know I have a sugar addiction however it doesn't necessarily mean that just because you're not consuming sweets that you're not consuming sugar it's a lot of the things that have those heavy carbs which are often involved in a lot of our holiday meals that most people they might not be aware of what they're actually consuming from a nutritious basis
3: it's so true I mean you know we all know the turkey gets served and maybe we'll have a ham and occasionally we'll have something else but you know the majority of the next of the two months after um, October is basically sugar in the form of sugar itself corn syrup um, and then the carbs so we do consume so much more than we um, are supposed to and you know it's okay to you know indulge in a couple of days around the holidays but what occurs is if your system's already out of a, a bit of balance and you do that, now you can't stop that that game. And, you know, about the middle of the January, you decide, well, really, I have to get these New Year's resolutions to try to kick in. And then everyone around February says, no, I'm really serious. And, you know, they keep the pounds on and next year they're a little bit heavier. And, you know, this is sort of the, the downward spiral that a lot of Americans are um, experiencing. And it's, uh, you know, helpful to have some of the clues on how not to um, go down that trap.
1: Dr. Julie, what's the, and that's a great answer, and this kind of follows upon that, what's the difference between feeling hungry and then having sugar cravings or cravings for sugar, excuse me, because I know they're two totally different things. If people could understand the difference, they might be able to uh, litigate some of, you know, maybe what they're feeling at the time at a holiday party or at a family's house, et cetera.
3: Right. Well, it's a good question. Um, you know, there's three things that I would say is if you're hungry and you've already eaten, drink some water. If uh, the fact is you're not hungry after that, you were just thirsty. Many times people think they're hungry and really they are just dehydrated. So that's just simple, cheap and cost you nothing. Um, the other one is if you think you're hungry and you eat a meal, you shouldn't be hungry, especially if you um, made most of that meal protein where protein went in first you put in vegetables, and then you put in carbohydrates if you even have the best meal because you're going to get, you know, most everything that you need from the from the protein and the vegetables on the plate. Now, what often occurs with with people is um, they'll eat a meal, and 30 minutes later they're starving. They need sugar. They need something. Or all throughout the day, uh, you know, maybe they're picking at their lunches and their breakfast, but they're really not eating a, a complete protein meal. So what occurs is they have the coffee. It, spikes their blood sugar, it comes back down and they need another coffee and, you know, now they need to reach into their desk for, you know, a little bit of the chocolates and, you know, maybe a muffin somewhere else and, you know, you get onto this um, slippery slope and uh, a lot of this can be due to the fact that you do have a yeast or a candida overgrowth. And the problem being is it's very hard to measure. It's not so easy to just go to the doctor, do some type of a test, and say, ah, this is it. It's more from symptoms and recognizing some of the things that I'm saying tonight might be you.
1: I know Michelle has another question, but I, I just have to ask this because of you, uh, your answer. I, is it crazy then with everything you've just said to, as you head into the holiday parties, And, you know, and especially if you're maybe, you know, going someplace where, you know, there's going to be a lot of food to keep a food journal saying, okay, this is what I'm eating. This is what I'm eating. And maybe at the top or off to the side somewhere, you write down, this is what I'm allowing myself to eat.
3: Mm, You know, that's not a bad idea. Whoever has the discipline to do that, I always think is amazing, because once you do write down everything that you put into your mouth, you find that a lot of it is just weird little habits or maybe you were tired or maybe you were just on the phone and not thinking and you just gravitated once again to the pantry and grabbed a handful of chips or whatever it might be. Um, My suggestion to everyone, including my daughter and myself and my husband is before you go to a holiday party, go well fed, go with a nice meal in your belt, you know, make sure, and I can't stress protein enough because it's really overlooked. We eat a lot of pizzas and pastas, and yes, there's protein in it, but it's not the major uh, thing that's going into the body during those meals. So if you eat a heavy protein meal, the vegetables, then you go to the party, you don't feel so Um, compelled to have to eat everything off the observe tray and all the cheese and crackers and then consume every single one of the sweet desserts and it will you'll be fuller you'll be more sane and then you can pick and choose because your taste buds um, desire it not because your body is hungry
2: you know dr julie one of the most um common beverages during the holiday season is eggnog and we talked about this previously how much sugar eggnog has in it I was amazed so you know I do believe that maybe we cannot avoid all sugars but are there certain foods that people should avoid and to keep the sugar cravings at a minimum
3: yeah yeah, yes there's so many and it sort of depends personally upon each person My first advice to somebody who really wants to handle what's happening with their sugar cravings or wants to really get a better overall um, sense of health and make sure that they're able to follow a diet and stick to a program that they decide that they want to. Um, um, There's a herb that's from um, New Zealand and it's from a plant called a horopito bush. And this horopito bush um, and plant has been used for thousands of years by by the, um, the tribes there in New Zealand. And what they've done is they've extracted um, this herb from this um, bush and they put it into a pill. This pill is called Colorex, K-O-L-O-R-E-X. You can take one a day and um, for 30 days. And what it does is it starts to kill off the excessive yeast colonies. Then it puts things back in balance. So, thus, if you do that for 30 days, if you've been on antibiotics, if you feel too sugar craving, if you tried to find it, follow a diet and you just can't seem to stick to it, then, you know, you have no willpower left, quote-unquote. Um, put this colorex in for 30 days. Then the next um, aspect to that question would be, okay, protein and water and vegetables. Then whatever else comes after that, you'd be amazed at how you can sort of mitigate Not eating all the things that you kept eating because we are lacking water, we're lacking protein, we're lacking vegetables. And if you make those the first three things that you know go into your body throughout the day, um, then you can always eat the carbohydrates. You can always have a little bit of the sugary things, but um, it's not the thing that you had to eat before you had dinner to try to calm down your, you know, your hunger.
2: And Dr. Julie, before we um, go to station break, can you kind of go over the health risks of eating excess sugar?
3: Well, I mean, diabetes is on the rise, and you know, I think a lot of this is because of the fact that we do have a lot of packaged box and canned um, foods uh, that are very simple and easy to uh, to fix, but it's really not food. It's you know, sugar laden. Very high in carbohydrates. Uh, It has all sorts of other ingredients that we don't necessarily, we can't define without a dictionary. And when you're putting that type of food in the body, you're not really feeding the body, the metabolism, uh, all the different things that the metabolism needs to work efficiently. So. You know, um, eating that type of, of food uh, is going to raise up the blood sugar. It's going to put stress on the heart. It puts uh, stress on the immune system as well. A lot of people have skin conditions, whether you're a teenager and you're breaking out or you're an adult and you have a lot of itchiness to the skin or it's very dry. A lot of this can be due to the fact that we aren't... Um, uh, eating proper diets, there's too much sugar, there's too many carbs in them, and we are not getting the basic nutrients um, absorbed into our body so that we can actually be healthy and, and fix the things that went south, even if it's been a short period of time.
2: Thank you, Dr. Julie. Listening audience, we got to take a station break, but if you want to be part of the show, call 1-888-344-1170, one 344 1170 The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. We'll be right back.
5: There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or
1: It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley.
2: Welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I'm Michelle Cooley filling in for James Cooley, who's taking a break today. And so it's me and our wonderful producer, Noah Dingley. And I want to take this time to wish my mother a happy birthday, (laughs) No, but we and James went to New York, I surprised my mom and we had a special dinner for her and we invited the grandkids came, her nieces and nephews, of course my cousins and she was surprised, shocked and she was overwhelmed, but she had a great, great birthday.
1: That's awesome. Was it a particular dinner like a meal that your mom really, really enjoys?
2: Um, We actually took her to the restaurant. We um, we took her to Season 52, and um, it it, it was just amazing. Always a good
1: choice there.
2: Yes, yes. Well, happy birthday to your mom. Yes, happy birthday, Mom. And, Noah, you also did a trip, I think, to uh, Mickey World? I Um, did,
1: yeah. I went went to Disneyland last uh, week, took a couple of days off. It was my girlfriend's uh, daughter's birthday, and that's all she wanted to do, so... We braved the 90-degree heat and was able to go there and and celebrate, so it was really nice.
2: Well, good. I'm glad. You know, it's always good to enjoy yourself, spend time with family, friends, and loved ones, and just remember what life is all about. It's about, you know, showing those who are in your life that they're important to you, that you love them, and um, just just treating them as special as they possibly as you possibly can because they are important
1: to you us. You know what? You're so right, Michelle. And, you know, often we all get caught up in all of the, the nonsense and the day-to-day that in, the, in the era that we live in. And that's not what really matters. What matters is uh, some of the things that we focus on here on the show. And it always goes back to love and joy and, and hope. And it's all connected to family. So, yeah, there's nothing better than spending time with those you love and, and showing them, you know, in every way that you can that they mean so much to you.
2: Yes, most definitely. And listening audience, uh, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Our special guest tonight is Dr. Julie Gatza, and she here is talking about, you know, the holiday season coming up, the dessert table, things to do, things not to do. And if you want to be part of this conversation, please call in at 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. Dr. Julie, i got to ask this question. Why is sugar considered an addiction? Uh, The biggest reason is it elevates your blood sugar.
3: And once you're elevated, um, your blood sugar is abnormally elevated. However high it went, however great you felt from that, um, it has to crash back down just as low that it had gone high. So what occurs then is you've got a system that then works to try to get itself back up to a normal where it fluctuates slightly in the middle zone, but um, once you get to that low it's very hard to get back to that middle zone. So people then, you know, have to have that second piece of cake or later on in the day they have to, you know, have another cup of coffee or later on at night after dinner they have to sit down and eat some sugary or carbohydrate items and it's simply because they can't get that back into control. So they suffer with hypoglycemia um, first and then often they'll become pre-diabetic and then diabetic because of this craziness that goes on with this, you know, has to have sugar because you're trying to normalize just how to feel.
1: That's awesome. Um, you, you know, I, all this information about sugar is, doctor, something that I don't think all of us think about on a regular basis. So it's about making people aware of their choices, I think, more than anything else. And can we ever avoid sugars completely? And maybe that's not a healthy way to look at things because, I, you know, there are sugars, as we've discussed so far, in so much. Um, or is it, or maybe, maybe it is. Maybe there's a way that you can literally regulate every piece of, uh, you know, food or um, supplement that comes into your body where there are no sugars. But I just don't think that's a healthy expectation
3: i don't either and you know i was looking the other day i live here in florida and i saw a picture of um a whole completely crowded beach um, of people in 1970 and i zoomed in and i you know i was on my camera and i saw it that way or on my phone and i zoomed in and i wanted to see what the bodies looked like every single body was slender there wasn't a fat person and i must have had a you know a bird's eye view of about i don't know a hundred people Uh, The old ladies, the old men, the young women, the young men, every single person was slender. And so what it means is they were still living and enjoying holidays and having different things, but the actual food source and the things that they had choices for were the foods that I always push my patients to eat. So they didn't have a lot of packaged box and canned goods. They didn't have, you know, the uh, overwhelming coffee places on every corner that, you know, sweetened them with four pumps of something. And, you know, it wasn't so normal to have just sugared cereal in the morning. Everyone ate sort of like a farmer. They had, you know, the protein in the morning and the eggs in the morning and, you know, maybe a piece of toast. But it was Farming, let's, you know, feed everyone correctly because they've got a big day. They all have to be alert and, you know, get along with with others. So let's feed them well. And same thing went for lunch and same thing went for dinner. You know, they had um, lunchbox. And lunchbox usually meant that some good food was, was put into that. So, you know, they could have the leeway for the sugars and the pies and all the different things that are coming up. But the general rule was, you know, 29 days in the month, they were eating quite well.
1: Would you say that a general good rule is, so obviously if there's sweets, limit yourself to whatever, whatever is being served. If it's pie, you know, one piece of pie or maybe even two pieces of pie if it's a longer gathering. And then if you're just consuming the regular meal type stuff to either not eat breads or to, you know, have a, have a half a slice of something, whether it's a roll or a piece of bread or if it's, you know, stuffing a really smaller piece of portion. Because again, serving size is something that should be... Be considered, too.
3: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I always push the protein because if you fill yourself up with protein, you won't have as much room as you thought for the other things, which is always to your credit. Um, you know, the vegetables would come next as far as that goes, and you're right. You know, maybe a half a piece of, uh, you know, a half a serving of whatever the carbohydrate is. And uh, by the time you get to dessert, if you're having two pieces of something, that meant you didn't eat enough at dinner <laughs> or you're just really you know, shoving your system full of, of, you know, whatever. I get it. Thanksgiving, I will fill my plate with, you know, as many small slices of pie so I can get a taste of it all. But, you know, that is not the norm for me. And, you know, what does occur when you've got um, the sugar imbalance that's going on in the body and, you know, uh, people have, uh, you know, unknown candida albicans and this yeast overgrowth is they can have a lot of symptoms that actually don't um, make sense to them. They can have uh, itchy skin. They can have brain fog. They can have um, uh, inability to sleep and concentrate and digestive problems. They can have, you know, the um, urinary tract infections and yeast infections and um, athlete's All these, and toe fungus, all these things have a candida un- overgrowth underlying this. And uh, thus, this is why the sugar is so out of control in some people's um, daily lives and they can't get, you know, a handle on it. It's like, you know, trying to roll up um, a hill with roller skates on. And, uh, you know, when they handle that candida and take something like the colorex and then fix the diet, it really doesn't take very long to get them back on track and they're going to have a much healthier future.
2: Dr. Julie, you mentioned uh, before about an herb um, found in New Zealand, Oropito, I think that's how it's pronounced, and it's effective in Mm -hmm. killing candida. Can you tell us a little bit more about that herb? Yeah, it's
3: only um, grown in New Zealand, so it's not grown in any other place in the the world. And uh, it has been used by these tribes in New Zealand for thousands of years for all sorts of um, physical ailments. And... um, you know, I've been doctoring for 30 years and I've had a lot of patients come in that definitely we knew that they had a yeast overgrowth or, um, and they were really suffering with it. And it took anywhere from about, I don't know, six months to two years, which was 100% um, elimination of the sugar and fermented foods and even fruit, and, you know, getting them on all sorts of teas and lots and lots of nutrition to try to balance this. And they would usually come in with a rolling suitcase. When I, um, of all these nutrients and things that they've been trying to take for this, uh, when I found out about this Colorax and how simple it was from this coral pizza plant, um, they encapsulated it. You can take it uh, one a day for 30 days. Uh, the first few days, you might feel a little less than amazing because it's um, called the yeast die-off. And as it's dying off, you might feel a little, you know, more fatigued, maybe a little headache, just a little under the weather. but. It starts to normalize the balance of yeast and bacteria in your gut. And um, I've just never seen such a simple solution. I used to put a bubble around my practice because it was so um, frustrating as a doctor to treat a yeast patient and to tell them what they couldn't have. And it was very frustrating for them to, you know, try everything thing they've ever tried and then deserve, you know, sort of the same thing that they've tried to been doing you know, been trying to do. So giving um, somebody colorex, Anytime you've been on um, antibiotics, um, it wipes out the good bacteria and the bacteria that it was trying to handle. So if you give a child um, an antibiotic for an earache, it wipes out all the bacteria in the body, and this is where really the yeast overgrowth. So anyone who's been on antibiotics should take a 30-day course of the colorex, reset the system, whether they think they have a candida problem or not, and it really helps to put them back on track.
2: Thank you, Dr. Julie. We are getting ready to take a station bake. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. Listening audience will be right back. If you want to be part of the show, call us at 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. We will be right back with the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life.
4: There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley.
6: Tack! Tant- Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.
1: It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley.
2: Welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Hello, listen, audience. I'm Michelle Cooley, filling in for James Cooley, who's taking a much-needed break. We are excited to have Dr. Julie Gotts on the show tonight as our guest, and she's educating us about sugar, sugar addictions, um certain symptoms that you can have regarding um, an excess in sugar. And if you want to be part of this conversation, please call in at 1-888-344-1170, 1-888-344-1170.
1: Welcome back to the show, and I think now I'd like to uh, find out a little bit more about Candida myself because I've heard some things off and on, but I I don't know enough to know if it's something that I'm affected with. So I thought maybe Dr. Julie, a good question would be at the end of the show here, what are there other physical symptoms that might be showing in someone that they can maybe make a checklist and say, hey, am I affected by this? Maybe I do have a Candida problem and I didn't know about it.
3: Uh, you know, the, the obvious ones that, you know, frustrate women in general are the, um, the yeast infections that there's lots of over-the-counter um, uh, solutions, but they usually don't fix the real situation that's happening um, within the body. So it's a frustrating uh, situation for, for the women. Um, men can have uh, jackets, they can have um, athlete's foot, they can have toe fungus, those are the basic, you know, two differences. Women can get that too, but um, generally they're suffering with that. You know, I've had a lot of patients over the years that have chronic urinary tract infections and boy, that is, uh, you know, really eye rolling as well simply because it's so frustrating and um, when uh, I've handled the Candida problem with uh, my patients, I've seen that the urinary tract infections also drop away and they don't get them again. Um, Things that people aren't aware of is itchy skin um, uh, that they can't, you know, seem to get enough cream for, drink enough water for, and it's, uh, you know, it's the yeast overgrowth that's causing that as well. They can have um, brain fog and uh, sort of, um, you know, not quite aware of you know, feeling often where they feel sort of like, you know, boy, did my IQ just go down. Um, they can have, you know, extreme fatigue that occurs as well and sleeplessness and even hormonal imbalance um, that can occur. And these are all, you know, these sort of warnings that can go along with a lot of other problems as well. But, you know, one of the things that I've sort of just given up trying to figure out what is what because they sort of mimic each other is I've realized that, If anybody has been under stress, has been eating poorly, has, you know, a bad diet, you know, for any length of time, has been, you know, had a surgery or been on the antibiotics, I just put them on the 30 days of Colorex. It resets the whole system. It's kind of a no-brainer. It doesn't cost very much. And, um, it certainly gives them a leg up on any type of health, uh, improvement that they'd like to do without having to battle something that they're not even aware of.
2: Dr. Julie, you mentioned um, excessive candida in your system can cause urinary tract infections. Over the years, um, we've heard a lot of, you know, over-the-counter remedies for UTI, such as drink cranberry juice or cranberry tablets um, at the pharmacy. But one of the things about cranberry juice is that it has a lot of sugar in it, so it kind of defeats the purpose. (laughs) What, What are your thoughts on that?
3: well it should be cranberry juice concentrate so that means the actual um cranberry without the sugar so they sell that at the regular store they sell cranberry capsules and um but anytime you're drinking the real you know the the ocean spray the one that tastes so delicious that's not the way that you want to handle the uh the urinary tract infection so you know then the other question is if they're constantly reoccurring what is it that that person is doing that's You know, setting the, um, keeping that, uh, coming back. And that's where I put in the Colorex and, you know, handle that for the 30 days and fix the diet if, you know, possibly they're doing some things that are, you know, too high of sugar type, you know, dietary things. But, you know, people are usually, um, bodies respond really quickly. They're not as complicated as you've been led to believe. And, um, and they really want to just, you know, set themselves straight and feel well. So if you give people just some very basic things to send it to, to change and to implement into, into their diets daily, you really see a positive reinforcement that um, it responds exactly the way that you think it would.
1: Doctor, are there any projects or maybe research that you're currently doing at the moment that might interest our listeners? It doesn't have to necessarily relate to what we've been talking about today, but maybe people can find out a little bit more about your work by what you're currently doing.
3: Well, I'm, uh, I'm so lucky to be a spokesperson for this company called Nature's Sources, and uh, you can go onto the website. They have amazing products. Um, it's just an area that I know so well, and I love their um, products so so much. And I never knew about the Colorex, and once I started using it, I said, "You know, I'm sorry, I can't talk about your products." And so I see that it works, and. I got to implement it with my patients and um, even family members, and I saw such an unbelievable change that I went, okay, great. I can't wait to talk about this. And, you know, over all the years, I've been doctoring patients one-on-one. I do lecture, but it's been so nice to actually be able to be on radio and um, have interested people listen to some of the bits and pieces that I um, throw out there and you know if they do a third of it they're going to be better from doing that so if they want to go to the website nature sources dot-com is where they can look up if they're interested in colorex um, they can uh, use the code radio and call the 1-800 number and um, they'll give you 20% off the um, the colorex first order if you're interested that phone number is one eight hundred eight two seven seven six five six, and I always say you know get two because if you've been um, under the weather and not feeling so great, and you know you know had to go on antibiotics or you're trying to lose weight and you handle this sugar craving, well get some colorex, but put one in the in the um, cabinet so that if you need it at some future time or some family member does, it's sort of one of those smart things to have as an arsenal in your uh, medicine cabinet.
2: Dr. Julie, I have got to ask this question. You know, when I go shopping at the grocery store, I see on the counter these sugar substitutes. So it's actually, instead of putting sugar in your coffee, there's this product that's not sugar. It's just a sweetener. Let me Mm -hmm. ask this. is it, an actuality sugar? Uh, What are your thoughts on that? You know,
3: there are lots of forms that I'm not a fan of. The obvious ones from, you know, the weird colored packets that um, end up on the, uh, the coffee table, I mean, the tables in the, um, in the restaurants, you know, the saccharin and all that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sugar something, you know Use the sugar, use honey. I'm a big fan of honey. I always, you know, promote local honey use and, you know, using that. Stevia um, is fine, but when you start getting into a lot of other strange substitutes that, you know, really took a chemist to figure it out, you're asking for trouble. There's just no reason that all that weird chemistry should go into your body to satisfy a taste bud. I'd rather just have you cut back your sugar amount, um, switch over to honey, and you'll find that you need a heck of a lot less honey to sweeten things. And there is, you know, a ratio that you can just look up on the Internet and find out how to even cook with it. But, you know, if you're going to eat sugar, just know you're doing it. But it's all the hidden things and all the, you know, sort of bad habits that we get into that, that allow us to, you know, make us want to have to have sugar rather than making it an active choice. of this. And I'm going out for ice cream tonight because I've been great all week and I've followed a diet and I deserve to have some ice cream. Hats off, enjoy that ice cream, enjoy the pie, but, you know, clean up your ass throughout the rest of the week
1: got a couple of minutes left here, doctor, before we wrap up the show. How can our listeners get more information about taming both their sugar cravings and any symptoms of candida overgrowth that they might be experiencing? And then, of course, Michelle and I want to know after you enter that, are you a Star Trek fan?
3: <laughs> yes. So, they, can go to the, they can go to the website, naturesources.com. Um, there's a lot of information there on um, the different products that uh, Colorex offers and uh different forms and how easy it is to use. The one eight hundred number, uh one 7656 If you use the code radio, they'll give you twenty percent off the uh first order for um, the Colorex. And I have a um, okay with my husband that um John Luke Picard is my man.
1: That's a great answer.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I love him as the captain so much. He's the perfect person. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love John Luke. No one loves John Luke Picard. That is not that your favorite captain? No, my favorite it captain.
1: It's actually interesting, Michelle. My favorite captain is Captain Kirk. But I always say, mm-hmm. as far as all the captains go, the best actor in the entire Star Trek universe is by far Patrick Stewart.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's
3: lovely. He's so good. I am so, I love Star Trek. A a patient of mine um, got us addicted to it years and years ago. And we, you know, we watch it all the time. My husband's favorite character is Q. Oh, wow.
5: You,
1: I love your husband so much right now.
2: <laughs> Dr. Julie, we are so thankful. We thank you for coming on the James Cooley show. It's your life today to discuss this important topic of holiday eating, especially desserts and sugar cravings. And um, we thank you. And listening audience, thank you for listening to the show tomorrow. The James Cooley show. It's your life. will be back save time good night
4: (laughs) thanks for joining us for it's your life with james cooley